passing over Dafnan Gimel Manalaf, the Bryson says, an Arsha Shavas, you make a bracha, and if it's not Shavas, not. What does it mean it's not Shavas? It can't mean that it wasn't Shavas Machmas Balacha, even Heter, like for Pikuach Nefesh, because the Bryson says that an Arava Yeladis or Chayla, you could make a bracha. So when Acham Yitzchak says it means it was not Shavas from Malachas Avera. Also, the Bryson says like that, it says if you had a lantern burning from before Shabbos, throughout Shabbos, on Matthew Shabbos, you could make a bracha, as long as you didn't do an Isra of Adlaka on Shabbos. Remembering the Bryson, that if a Nachri lights from a Yisrael, or Yisrael lights from a Nachri, you could make a bracha on that. But if a Nachri lights from another Nachri, then you can't. So now what's the difference? Why when a Nachri lights from a Nachri, you can't? Because the first Nachri slain wasn't Shabbos, so then when Yisrael lights from a Nachri also. So what are you going to say? that the Isra of the first Nachri's flame is gone, and the Yisrael's flame, it's like a new flame, and it came to being in the hand of Yisrael. But when it says in the Brisa that if you take a Shalhevis from Rishis Yachid out into Rishis Yachid, so you're Chayev, why you Chayev? You were Ogre, one flame, and you were Meniach, another flame. Elamai, we say it's the same flame. So you're too, the same flame that the Nachri had is now in the Yisrael's hands. The Gemara says, you're right. There is some of the Isra from the Nachri in the hands of the Yisrael, but you're not making a bracha on that. You're making a bracha on the tosafes of Hatter. When you light a flame from an achri, you also have a tosafes of Hatter. That's what the bracha goes on. So then why would an achri light from an achri? Can't you make a bracha on his flame? Since the second achri lit in Amati Shabbos, there's also tosafes of Hatter. The rest of the Betzim, you're right, in Achanami. But we're guys there that if you're going to light, if you're going to make a bracha on the second achri, so you're going to come to make a bracha on the first achri's flame. And Ahmed Rishon, the first flame right after Shabbos, which is like the same flame from before Shabbos, and that's a problem. Remember, the bride is somebody's walking outside the city and he sees a flame. If most people in the city are nachim, you can't make a bracha. You switch from nachim. And if they're mostly Yisrael, you could make a bracha. But the rest of it's fair. Because in the Reish, it's mashma rov nachim. You can't make a bracha, but 50-50, you could. In the Seva's mashma rov Yisrael, you could make a bracha, but 50-50, you can't. The one says, right, really, 50-50, you could. But since the Reish said rov nachim, you can. So the Seva says rov Yisrael, you could, but it's love davka. Remember, another bride so if you're walking outside the city and you see a child holding a, 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 an avuka, so you check if he's in Yisrael, you can make a bracha, and if he's a nachri, not. The Gemara says, even if he's an adult, that's the rule, you can't make a bracha by a nachri. So the Gemara says, Yudam Rav says, we're talking, some a gadol, you don't have to ask him. If you see a gadol with a flame, right after Shabbos, it's got to be a guy. Which Yisrael is holding a flame right after Shabbos? If it's a child, it could be that he picked up a flame and lit it right after Shabbos. Right, the other bride, so you're walking outside the city, and you see a flame, if it's thick, like the size of a mouth of a kivshan, so you can make a bracha that was probably lit for light. But if not, so don't make a bracha, it might not be lit for light. One rice says the, the fire the fire from a kirshan, you could make a bracha. One rice says you can't, and it's not fair. In the beginning, when it's there to burn the stone, so then you can't make a bracha. When you let it at the end, that they like to give light as well. One rice says you could make a bracha on the fire of a tanner and a kirayim, and one rice says you can't, and it's not fair. In the beginning, when it's for cooking, you can't make a bracha. When it's at the end, so then it's also to give light, so you could make a bracha. One Bryce says in the light in the base Knesset, in the base Medrash, you could make a bracha. One Bryce says you can't, and it's not shver. One is when there's not a chashiv there, so it's lit for his covet, you can't make a bracha. When there's not a chashiv, it's given for light, then you can make a bracha. Or even if there's not a chashiv, it could be that if there's a chazan there, a shamis, so then it's lit for him. If there's no chazan, then not. Or even if there is a chazan, if there's moonlight, so he doesn't need this, so it's not for him, it's for covet of the Adam chashiv. And if there's no moonlight, then we need it for the chazan, and you can make a bracha. Remember, the bride said, if people are sitting in the base matters and they bring a flame, so Beishama says everyone should make the bracha on their own. Beishama says one person should be mighty, everybody, like it says, Now we understand, according to Beishama, why you 
do that, Rabbi Midas Melech. But according to Beishamai, why does each person make the bracha on his own? What happened to Rabbi Midas Melech? So the one says, because of Bittel Beishamai, everyone's going to have to wait, and it's not Kedai. And the one who's surprised like that also, they wouldn't say, blessing the Beishamai, because of Bittel Beishamai. You don't make a bracha on the Nair or on the Besamim of Mason. Why not? So the Nair is made for the covet of the Mace, and the Besamim is made to remove the smell, not to actually give a nice aroma. Yudam Rav says, that the way to tell is if they would carry a flame in front of this person, uvalila, so it's for his covet, not for light. If they'd only take it at night, then it's for light and you could make a bracha. If Muna said on a basamun for the bathroom to make it smell nice, or oil that's to remove the dirt from your hands after the meal, don't make a bracha. So what's that saying? It's seemingly saying that if it's not essentially for reyach, you don't make a bracha. So nothing more as a kasha, because it says you go into the store of somebody telling basamun and you smell it. So even if you're there all day, you make one bracha at the beginning and not again. If you go in and out, in and out, every time you come in, you make a bracha. So here, it's not there for you to smell, it's there to sell. And yet you make a bracha. So when I says, no, in the Bissamah store, it's there, for the, it's there for people to smell. They want people to smell it in order to come and buy it. So therefore you make a bracha. Where is another brisa? You're walking outside the city and you smell a reach. If most people are goyim, you can't make a bracha. It's for what is If most people are Jews, you could. If you actually says, even when they're mostly Jews, you can't make a bracha because Jewish girls uh, burn up incense for kishaf. And the Gemara says, what, everybody does that? No, that's a mute, but nonetheless, it's a mute for Kishof. Then there's a mute that they're doing it, Lagamers, the Kalim, to make the Kalim smell nice, and now you can't make a bracha, cause, and therefore that means that you don't have rove for Reach, so you can't make a bracha. And Yechiel Barabbas says the name of Yechelon, if you're walking on your Shabbos in Tiberi, or Masi Shabbos in Tipari, and you smell a Reach, don't make a bracha, because there's a Chazaka that at those times, in those places, they're making that Reach for, for the Kalim, and now you can't make a bracha. One last brisa, you're walking in the shuk of, of Goyim, and you have a rats and you desire to smell the reach there, which is a Zara, you're considered a chaitei.